Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. How's it going? Well, I got my first vaccine yesterday. Ooh, nice. So it's going like, ow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your arm my arm is, yes, yeah, pretty <laughs> sore. So... I've been working with an ice pack on it today and trying to stretch it out a little bit. And I've got a pretty good bro. Yeah. So it's okay. I was thrilled. We got the call at like one in the afternoon. My doctor's office called and said, hey, we have shots Is there that need used. Is there any chance you guys can come today? And of course, I was on a high risk list. And uh, my husband and daughter that live with me also are on that list because they live with me. And so I said, yeah. So we got in the car and drove our, our doctor's office is an hour away, but I don't care. <laughs> so yeah, we, Where's it? yeah, moved our day around and ran down there and got them and I'm thrilled. So yeah. That's awesome. Yay. There is beginning to be light at the end of the tunnel. I think so. Yeah. So yeah, very sore tonight, but you know what? It's worth it. I don't want COVID. So there you go. Right. It is worth it, 100%. And how are you? I'm really good. You know, we had our one of our most favorite cousins in the whole world here visiting. And yeah. she and her husband stayed with us last night after our card party, in which we stayed up till 1130, which really killed us all because none of us just do that shit anymore. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was really fun. Just really fun to have them here. And they stayed and yes. hung out for a while this morning. And yeah, it was really nice. Because really we haven't seen them. each other hardly at all because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really nice. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad they came. It was truly awesome to see them. It yeah. was a lot of fun. So this is our Monday case and it's not really a case. It's more of a conversation. This is our missing and murdered indigenous women episode. And normally we cover a case. But we've been covering a lot of cases lately that have, there's a lot of questions about what are the problems that are happening? And we're going to answer some questions specifically within the U.S. today. But what are the jurisdictional problems, the legal problems? Like where are the, where are the holes in the system that are allowing these terrible cases? If you have been watching our MMIW cases, you know, have such distressing, terrible things happening with little to no resolution. The fact that they're allowed to happen in the first place is awful. Then the right things do not happen even to solve the cases. So this is a very big question and we're not going to answer it all in one episode, but we wanted to have a conversation today about a few things to help you understand what's going on. 
Yeah. And one of the things we're going to start with is the Violence Against Women Act. So yeah. that is VAWA. Yeah. And the Violence Against Women Act is super important because it provides resources for victims. So it provides money that, you know, when you see a domestic violence shelter or a sexual assault center or whatever in your community, one of the ways that they are funded is through VAWA. That's federal money. It is when I was very first out of college as a social worker, I worked for a domestic violence and sexual assault center. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot about VAWA because VAWA was yeah. one of our, probably was our biggest funder. Yeah. And so it's very important. They fund nonprofits that allow that kind of work to be done. And that is, that does cover tribal communities. So tribal communities do have had VAWA support. That started in 2013, should have started a hell of a lot longer than that, yeah. earlier than that, because VAWA was originally certified in 1994. But in 2019, VAWA came up for recertification. So basically, a certain every certain number of years, it has to be recertified and a budget for it and everything. Well, as you can imagine, if you know anything about what was going on in our legislature here in the U.S. in 2019, VAWA failed. VAWA recertification failed. So there's been no money for two years coming through that program. That's a really big deal. And I'll tell you why, particularly yeah. for tribal um, programs that help people that are, you know, struggling. Because the whole point here is prevention. We're trying to prevent these kinds of acts, trying to catch them before, you know, the murders happen or the assaults mm -hmm. happen, that kind of thing. Right. Well, this is the issue, because if you didn't know this. I didn't know this. And this makes me so mad. Okay. Not mad. Sick. So there is a U.S. Supreme Court case called Oliphant versus Suquamish uh -huh. Indian tribe. This was in 1978. And what the United States Supreme Court ruled is that Indian tribal courts have no criminal jurisdiction over non-Indians. So that meant that... Men who commit crimes against women and children on reservations, if they are non-Indian, they cannot be prosecuted. This is the sickest, most screwed up crap. I mean, I knew there was some screwed up crap in the way that our government handles yeah. um, like tribal legal stuff, but I did not know this. Yeah. So what happened is in, in 2013, when um, tribal services were added to VAWA, what they did was they created something called the Special Domestic Violence Criminal Jurisdiction. And that meant that domestic violence cases could be prosecuted by tribal courts, no matter who the offender was. Yeah. So basically, VAWA was filling in the hole for... Yeah you know, this Oliphant versus Suquamish, which, yeah. Okay. Can we please get this before the Supreme court again? And right. what the hell because, is this? What the hell? Yeah. But the problem is, this is part of the problem is that since VAWA was not recertified, that means that uh, tribal courts are currently not able to prosecute non-Indian offenders in domestic violence and sexual assault cases and in, you know, crimes against women and children. It's just yeah. the sickest thing I can possibly imagine. I mean, it basically, some people have called it genocide and I would agree with them. 
Yeah. It's giving white men permission to yeah. go onto reservations and harm women and children with no repercussions. Repercussions, you know. Yeah. Maybe the feds will get involved. Probably they won't. So yeah. this is a huge part of the problem. Did you know this before this, Katie? I had heard this. I'm going to be honest. Somebody told me this one time a couple of years ago, a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were wrong <laughs> because I really? honestly believed like that can't possibly be the case. Yeah. 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 But it, it is. is. It is. And, and as Americans, those of you listening who are Americans, mm-hmm. we have to do something about this stat. Yeah. The the good news is that President Biden ran on a platform of recertifying VAWA stat. Yeah. And they are, the House has already started presenting it on the floor. They started mm-hmm. on March 8th. And fortunately, you know, we have a, the, the Democrats currently have a majority in both houses. So yeah, we should be able to get it through quickly. He yeah. promised to have VAWA recertified within the first 100 days of his presidency, and we're halfway through that now. I so, suspect it will. Now, Biden was, as a senator, he was one of the uh, authors of VAWA, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. He was one of the original authors, authors, and he's been horrified that it wasn't recertified. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me worry about our local shelter, you know? Like, what are they oh. operating on right now? They have no right, budget. right. right. Yeah. Right, because what happens is the VAWA money gets distributed to states and then states pass it out basically through grants. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't, I mean, that's a huge chunk. There's mm-hmm. there's other money for domestic violence programs, but VAWA is the biggest part of it. Like it's, yeah. here's the other thing that VAWA does that currently can't be doing is that VAWA can give someone legal standing in the U.S. if they are not here, if they're an undocumented person in the United States, but they are experiencing domestic violence, part of the VAW Act allows them to get a green a green card. It's a huge friggin' deal, and it literally takes years. It is incredibly hard, but I have seen it happen uh-huh. um, because we worked with, um, when I worked for in domestic violence, we had a, we, in our area, we have a pretty large uh, undocumented um, Hispanic population that uh, works yeah. on the farms because there's a lot of farm ground here. And I did yeah. see this actually happen where we finally made it all the way through all the incredibly ridiculous hoops. Don't think this makes it easy because it is not easy. No, no. But I did see a woman actually get her green card uh, through VAWA, but that currently has also not been possible. No. Like, this is just so gross and awful and and just it's thinking just about so many vulnerable and marginalized groups of women yeah. and what uh, is currently happening. Well, we, we can all lean on our Congress people to get VAWA reinstated right away. And we certainly can, you know, be knowledgeable about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we fortunately, shockingly, um, because we're in Idaho, but uh, Mike Simpson here is actually very, very supportive of VAWA and always has been. And so yes, he is. I, know, mm-hmm. I know that we have a Republican vote for it here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been about money. It's a big fight about money. It's a bunch of crap yeah. as usual. So that's something to understand is we have to recertify VAWA yeah. because we need to get money and resources back 
in all of our domestic violence programs, but particularly mm-hmm. on on um, reservations. And we need to fill that gap in the justice system with the special domestic violence criminal jurisdiction stuff that gives them the right to prosecute uh, non-Native offenders in tribal courts if it's domestic violence. Yeah. Um, we also need to deal with this Oliphant versus Sequamish bullshit. Mm-hmm. We need to see this go back before the Supreme Court because that, yeah, I'm absolutely horrified by that. That's appalling. That yeah. literally gives predators the right to go onto reservations and yeah. murder and molest native women and children. Yeah. Like, how sick is that? Why would you want that? And I, I don't even want to get into all the details of it because it just makes me absolutely livid, completely ridiculous. Yeah. But the National Indigenous Women's Resource Center recently identified five areas that our lawmakers could immediately address that would make a huge impact in the MMIW issue. Because this is the thing we have to recognize is that talking about it and bringing attention to it and bringing symposiums together and stuff is all well and good, but is it really fixing the actual problems? And the answer is no. So here are the things that the experts say we need to do. We need to restore tribal jurisdiction to handle cases at the local tribal level. Mm -hmm. So we got to get rid of that stupid Oliphant case. Mm -hmm. We need to um, allocate resources for victim services. So both of those things can be handled Mm -hmm. by getting VAWA back. Yes. Uh, Let's see. Then we need to improve access to federal criminal databases So tribal courts and tribal police need access to federal criminal databases for um, investigation and, you know, for identification. Because if somebody is non-native and they come onto a reservation and they commit a crime, they don't actually have, their police don't actually have access to those federal databases where they could learn, like, what's this person's history and where do they live and, you know, all that stuff. They need that access because again, we're trying to prevent, right? Yeah. We're trying to stay ahead of this. Mm -hmm. We need to establish consultation protocols with tribes to respond to MMIW cases. We need a better plan, a lot better plan. Mm -hmm. There needs to be a, you know, some training and some support and like task force kinds of things on reservations. Mm -hmm to help to deal with the problem, to help identify it. And there need to be resources for that because I'll tell you, and one thing yeah. I know living near a reservation is that they don't have, you know, our, our freaking local police force has some kind of a tank thing that will punch a hole yeah. in the side of a house. But I got to tell you that our mm-hmm. local tribal police, they don't have anything like that. They do not have no. anywhere near the resources that they know. And no. we need to make sure that they do. Mm-hmm. And then we also need to approve really, really improve data collection because it mm-hmm. is not as though there is a database out there where you can find all the MMIW cases in Idaho, in Idaho or in the U.S. No. That does not exist. And there are people no. trying to build it. And they're like, you'll find websites where they're like putting together portions of it. But there is no mm-hmm. like national database. Mm-hmm. Canada is also working on this at the same time. Mm-hmm. But 
I mean, it's it takes some serious digging to find the information on these cases because it's mm-hmm. not it's not um, unified. Right, it's in not one readily available. Well, yeah. No. Well, you and I know that working, you know, just researching cases uh, to present to you guys. Uh, yeah. Finding cases and then finding adequate information on them. I'll tell you, I've seen quite a few that I have passed on and haven't reported on because I just didn't feel like I had enough, you yes, know, to, to put together an episode. Yeah. And that's. Yeah, there needs to be a Charlie Project type, mm-hmm. you know, database or missing and exploited children type database for MMIW cases. Absolutely. Specifically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because one of the problems that we've seen is that some of these cases do end up on the Charlie Project or, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere like that, but they're not identified as Indigenous. And that's right. a huge problem. We need to know. Yeah. Are they indigenous? And that's important because we need to know what tribe are they from? Where are they from? Were mm-hmm. they living on a reservation? Were they not living on a reservation? It's important yeah. information to have. Yes. Um, it is very key to a lot of these mm-hmm. cases. And many of them, um, women and children get misidentified. Yes. And get, um, you know, their ethnicity gets identified incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And then you're in even a bigger mess because, you know, if they're missing, particularly if their ethnicity isn't um, identified correctly, then that can be a huge problem in locating right. them. Right. Because how do I identify remains? Yeah. 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 So yeah. those are the five things that they really feel like if we can get BAWA and get all of, you know, back and restore mm-hmm. that jurisdictional problem issue at least patch that with a band-aid for now mm-hmm. and get the victim resources and services back yeah get access to those federal criminal databases help develop a protocol for tribes to respond to these cases mm-hmm. and then improve data collection so that we know how many cases they are there are mm-hmm. and all of the information about them those are the five things that our lawmakers here in the US could be doing right now Unfortunately, that's they not are a working right now on BAWA. No, yes. it, it really isn't that much. No, it isn't. It would make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And then we need to talk about, and this will be a whole another episode, but we have to talk about the relationship between uh, tribal police and courts and the FBI mm-hmm. and how that can be repaired and how that can work better. Yeah. So that, you know, when these cases, when they need the FBI, when they need that level of, you know, technology and support and stuff, that it's readily available and that yeah. the working relationship there is such that it's a beneficial thing. Yes. That's the other thing. And we'll get to that in another episode. But that's basically what we need to focus on here in the U.S. It's what Canada is trying to focus on. And really, it's pretty much the same stuff that any country needs to work on that's got a problem with um you know significant violence against indigenous women and children yeah because as you know we've said it before the third leading cause of death of indigenous women in the united states is murder yeah the third the third you guys how in the actual hell can that be the case i right. mean this the more I learn about the MMIW stuff, the more shocked I am, the more frustrated I am. Absolutely. 
And honestly, that's why we are, you know, hot on MMIW stuff this year because and made the commitment we did because we didn't know, you mm-hmm. know. And, and I, we know that as we're presenting these cases, looking at the comments and the uh, emails and feedback we're getting from you guys, you didn't know, you know. Mm-hmm. There's just so much that uh, hasn't been presented to us. And mm-hmm. hasn't it's, this is not in mainstream media. It's not in... You know, it's not showing up in places where we are actually seeing it. We have to become more diligent and obviously learn a hell of a lot more. Yes. And then we have to support. We have to support and stand back and let the tribes handle these things the way that they want to within their own cultures. And I feel like that's really, really important that we have to acknowledge that as white women, for you and I, we are here to spread the word and encourage our Congress people and that kind of thing. And then stand back and let, you know, our local tribes and and other tribes handle it Mm -hmm. because it is their problem to handle. They just don't have the resources to do it. Yeah. And then we run into all kinds of jurisdictional issues if someone is native and then they're not on the reservation when they're killed. And, you know, Mm -hmm. there's so much stuff we have to help solve the problems. And then we have to step back and let them solve it because this is their these are their citizens, mm-hmm. and, and, yep. you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know what yep. all the answers are. I just know oh. that I think we're going to keep talking about it till we see some things get a lot better. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. We are. Well, I think these are all really important uh, things to remember. It's very important information for all of us to hear about uh the Violence Against Women Act. I'm guessing that a lot of you didn't know that that had expired or what we're actually talking about here. Like I didn't. And I did. of course I did. didn't know. For two years because I'd worked with it. You know, I, I right. Yeah. So but, super good information. You know, it's clear. President Biden said that that would be a big, um, a big focus. And, and it clearly is because they're already, it's already mm-hmm. bring, been brought up in the house. And I, I feel like we're going to mm-hmm. see a vote on that quite soon. Mm-hmm. We've got to get that recertified ASAP. Absolutely. And as always, you, you know, if you are a citizen of the U.S., place an email or a phone call yeah. to your Congress people and make sure that they know that their constituents believe that this is important. Yes. Yeah. Check in. Find out. How are your people voting? Yeah. How did they vote when it failed in 2019? And if they voted against it, find out why the hell they did. Yeah. And get on them because I cannot ever understand ever why you would vote against the Violence Against Women Act. You know, it's yeah. just petty crap that is literally costing people's lives. Yeah. And it's this is only just the very bare bones beginning of what needs to happen yep. to resolve these issues. For sure. Yeah. So we will keep bringing more information to you like this. I want to do a whole episode on the relationship between the FBI and tribal law enforcement and courts so that we can talk about what the issues are there and why there are issues there and how that all works, how the jurisdictional stuff works. Because I feel like it's important for us to understand all these things in order to exact some change. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know it. Um, this is our Monday episode. So we have two yeah. more uh, coming out this week, along with our live stream on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, which is our case update. 
and our live stream on Thursday night at 7 p.m. No, 7 Mountain. Why do I keep saying Pacific? 7 Mountain. Thursday is the psychic hour. And, yeah. you know, we will just keep showing up here with lots more great content. Absolutely. If you want to send us a case. Yeah. If you want to send us a case, go to truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page. There's a little form to fill out. Send us a case. If you know of a case, an MMIW case, some other kind of case, whatever, send us something you're interested in. We like to see what you guys want and cover as many of those cases as uh, we can. Most definitely. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, we're True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Have a great day. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.